Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. I am back with another episode for today. We're going to be recapping week 18. We're going to be making my NFL predictions. My NFL uh, wildcard predictions, playoff predictions, et cetera, et cetera. Other headlines going on to talk about. Let's get straight to it. Enough of the jibber jabber. Let's get straight to it. So I'll be sharing my screen for you all. Um, yeah, guys. So pretty much let's just start off first with um, talk about some firings. Week 18. After week 18, um, after week 18, we had uh, a lot of fi- a lot of coaches uh, getting fired. Of course, Black Monday. To, it's the time of the year where, of course, the the coaches that fail to lead their teams throughout the regular season, they uh, yeah, they don't they uh, they 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 get uh, they get fired, and of course, they have to um, apply to get another job somewhere else in another franchise. Um, so here, are the playoff games for. For this it's all standardized um let's talk about the coaches that actually got fired before we get to like any playoff football there so um arthur smith um he got fired nothing i can't even fucking type so yeah arthur smith yeah he got fired um no surprise um on monday morning so yeah he's gonna be having finding another job there uh ron rivera is another coach that got fired from the commanders. So of course, um, yeah, he's gonna have to be finding another job somewhere else. Not nothing, you know, expected there. Uh, Mike Vrabel was fired from the Tennessee Titans. This was a little bit shocking to me. I thought he was gonna, I mean, he couldn't get much done here, you know, this season. I mean, it was a disappointing year with the Titans. But um, honestly, now the gateway is open. Now that a certain somebody is now. Not a well, didn't get fired, but well, I mean, technically, you could say Bill Belichick, he is officially not anymore the head coach of the New England Patriots. Yes, you heard that right. After 24 seasons, Bill Belichick has parted ways, or parted, we'll just say not fired, parted ways after 24 years in New England being the head coach for the New England Patriots. It's weird to say that Bill Belichick is is uh, is gone in New England. He's going to be coaching somewhere else. Um, it could be L.A., it could be the Chargers, it could be the Titans. Um, I have no idea where his next dest- destination will be. Maybe he takes a year off and then comes back, kind of like what Sean Payton did a couple years ago. Um, I'm not sure what he could possibly be doing, but I mean, this is, this is the end of Bill Belichick's, uh, reign in new England. he's going to be starting going somewhere else, you know, at some point somewhere else. So we'll have to wait and see where Bill Belichick goes next. If he retires, speaking of retire, Nick Saban, who we say is the goat, um, of college football. Um, as a head coach, he is the greatest college football head coach of all time, as well. Bill Belichick, where you know, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, the two, the best in college football, the best in the professionals, best in the NFL um, history. I mean, back to back days. We got Nick Saban leaving Alabama, but not leaving Alabama. Why? Because he is officially. Retired. Yes, you heard that right. Nick Saban has officially retired from the NFL, from the college, uh, from Alabama. He went 292 wins, 71 losses, and one tie in college. Wow. Um, and then he went 15 and 17 as a uh, coach in the uh, Dolphins. I forgot what exact what coach exactly he was in the Dolphins, but yeah, Nick Saban is now the yeah he is now the new head coach. Uh, I mean, Nick Saban is now not no, no more the new head coach for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. It's going to be the Kalen DeMore, who is the who was formerly the head coach for Washington, for the Washington Huskies. So he's going to be the new head coach uh, for Alabama starting next season. So Nick Saban um, retiring this and that. And now for the Patriots, since Bill Belichick is out of town, Jared Mayo, he is officially going to be the new head coach for the New England Patriots. So Jared Mayo, after 24 years of Bill Belichick, now Jared Mayo is going to be the guy 
leading this Patriots team. Um, and it will be the next head coach, so that's going to be interesting. Also, can't forget Pete Carroll as well was also fired from the Seattle Seahawks. He is also um, – um, he left um, Seattle, so that's going to be another thing that Seattle is going to have to find another quarterback, another head coach, excuse me, not another quarterback. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of firings this week. Um, some of them not shocking, some of them surprising. I did not think Nick Saban was going to retire. I did not think Pete Carroll was going to leave Seattle. Um, you could, you know, it was expected that Bill, Bill Belichick was most likely going to leave New England, but he should be going somewhere else at some point. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Let's recap the uh, college football national championship. Michigan, Washington. Congratulations to Michigan. They get the job done 13. Uh, I mean, they get the job done 34 to 13. They dominate against the Washington Huskies. I was wrong about Michigan all season long. Well, I I got shushed by them. They went 15-0. Jim Harbaugh wins his first national championship um, finally with Michigan. And Michigan, was, was it was about time they finally won a national championship. And the season, they looked amazing. The defense was way too good. Defense was way too good. So, um... Yeah, sucks that Washington couldn't get much going against that really amazing uh, defensive end in the run game. Again, amazing for Michigan, so congratulations to them. Um, John Morant, so transitioning quickly to basketball. He got suspended for the first 25 games of the season, and now he has a season-ending surgery. Fuck, he was balling out for the like eight or nine games that he played after his suspension. And unfortunately, now he's going to re- miss the remainder of the season. I believe he has like some sort of leg injury. And um, so, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, no, the the Grizzlies were having a little bit of a groove with John Morant um, was balling out after the suspension. And um, now he's obviously going to be out for the season. So it's it's going to suck um, to see what happens. Um, but John Morant went through a successful surgery, so he should be good to go next year. And we'll see what the Grizzlies can do. When he come when he comes back at some point, um, so that's gonna be that. Um, let's transition quickly to music, music related stuff. Playboy Cardi, um, didn't drop a new single, but what is? There we go. He didn't drop a new single, but um, there was footage of him talking to a police officer getting pulled over after speeding. Um, he was going 133 miles an hour in a 55, uh, speed zone, speed limit. Yep. Um, and also he also, he also postponed his antagonist tour. He, all the dates that were set for January all the way to like, I believe April, they're all canceled at the moment. And well, yeah, for the people who bought tickets, they're going to have to fucking get a refund in this and that. So that sucks for Cardi. Continues to disappoint his fans with tours and he's dropping music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're little losey songs. They're not even on streaming platforms. He's barely even keeping his fans really alive with the music. Sucks to say. The Weeknd. Is he teasing in this new album? He dropped in 2022, early 2022. He dropped in 2020 with After Hours and then he dropped um, Dawn FM. He's already teasing what his third album could be. Is it going to be uh, the dawn after, after dawn? The you know what I mean. Who, who, who knows what is going to be the title for the next album? But um, he's already teasing that we could be dropping that he could be dropping a new album this year. So I'm expecting the weekend to drop a new album this year. Ariana Grande dropped the new single. I have to react to the video and everything, but I have heard the song. I'll talk about it though later. Though I have to react to the video at some point. Um, but the song's not that bad. The song's not that bad. I don't think it's uh, my favorite like lead single out of all her other lead singles from her other albums. But it's solid. I got to react to the video. Got to do a bunch of other things. Um, three artists dropped their albums last night with Caliucci's dropping her fourth album, Orquerias. Um, I got to listen to it again, react to it, and I got to make an album reaction to it. But uh yeah, um, things are getting really complicated with uh, me trying to do all these recordings and album. Like you know, it's not, it's not, it has not been an easy road to get these album reactions done. Uh, 
yeah, so I I gotta figure I gotta figure a couple things out, but still, um, still gotta react to plate well to Kaliuchi's uh, new album. Kid Cudi dropped Insano, so I gotta react to Insano as well. And then Twenty One Savage, he dropped his new album American Dream. So yeah, so Kaliuchi's Twenty One, Kid Cudi, I gotta do I gotta do a reaction to all three of those albums. Um, and that's that. Um. What else is there to talk about? Oh, by, oh, and well, I heard Kaliuchi speaking of Kaliuchi's with her album. Um, she dropped the music video for one of the songs on the album, and it looked like she is expecting a child. Yes, she is pregnant, and um, yeah, she is. She is expected to have her first child. Um, late, late this year, or maybe mid. I, I don't mean. I don't, I don't know. That, that 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 baby looks like it's gonna be born. A little bit before summertime, maybe, but congratulations, man. Congratulations um, for Kali Uchi's dropping the new album, and she's going to be having a, a whole fucking kid. She's having a whole goddamn kid. God damn it. Don Tolliver, you lucky bastard, man. You lucky son of a gun, man. Uh, but congratulations to, to them. Um, happy times for them, of course. Um, so that is... That is... Pretty much the quickest. I've recapped so many shit at the same time. Oh, yeah. I won fantasy football, too. Let me show y'all. So I ended the season, regular season, 7-5. and five. Um, And then I uh, I won all three of my matchups in the playoffs. And boom, here it is, guys. Um, first place. First place in fantasy football. Don't fuck with me. Do not fuck with me. Do not fuck with me. Let's do the NFL awards. Who I think is going to win the awards uh, for 2024. Um, so we're just going to look at the odds for some of the teams who have um, the betting odds for like the awards. So for MVP, we book it. It's Lamar Jackson. I got Lamar Jackson winning MVP. It's booked already. You know what I mean? I, I, I McCaffrey, Tyreek. You know, they, they're these are <laughs> Tua definitely not. Jalen definitely not. Um, Josh Allen a little too inconsistent sometimes, but you know what? Fair enough. McCaffrey, Lamar. Those are the best odds for me. But it has to be Lamar Jackson. Come on now, guys. He's the MVP. We can stop arguing about it. Offensive player of the year. This is where it gets a little tricky. I think most people, of course, Christian McCaffrey is the favorite. But to be honest, I'm kind of the... Uh, I think they're going to give it to McCaffrey. I really want Tyreek Hill to win Offensive Player of the Year, but I think they're going to have to give it to McCaffrey. I mean, he's on the better team, um, and he's been a little bit more valuable, I guess. Well, I mean, that's kind of – well, I mean, Tyreek is very, very much valuable to the Dolphins. If not, the Dolphins would be a lot worse without Tyreek. But I think McCaffrey's just been doing it all kinds of ways. I mean, running the ball, of course, is the most effective way, but he's just – He's just been on it, man. He's just been on it. At this point, it's like, what is he never not in contention for Offensive Player of the Year? He's super consistent as well. I think McCaffrey has to win it again at some point. So McCaffrey, bet he's probably going to take Offensive Player of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, the favorite is Miles Garrett. I mean, the Browns have an amazing defense, and he's the, I mean, he's the leader. He's the anchor of that defense, so. It makes sense. I would probably go with Miles Garrett as well for Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year. This one's tough because, again, C.J. Stroud is the favorite, minus 1,000. And then Pukunakua is second. Pukunakua officially broke a rookie record for having the most receiving yards and receptions by a rookie. Um, and no one really thought much about Puka, you know, coming into the draft last year. So. Insane. Puka already making history in his rookie year. CJ Stroud looking like a fucking top 10 quarterback already in, in the fucking NFL. I mean, this year he was like a top eight at least, you know, despite missing, what, two games? He's looked amazing. I mean, I think I, I would have to say probably they're going to be more lenient. They're going to have to give it to CJ Stroud. He is the quarterback. You know how the NFL rules, they, they give the quarterback most of the advantage, if not all the advantage over the receivers, over the running backs. So, yeah, um, I'm probably going to go with C.J. Stroud here. I would love to see Puka uh, win it, though. I would not be mad at that at all. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Jalen Carter. Um, 
one of the best anchors, one of the best leaders on that young Eagles defense for the most part. So, but honestly, I won't be thrown off if Will Anderson wins it. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to have to pick Will Anderson. I like Will Anderson a little bit better. Jalen Carter has been, he's, he's been that dog, but I think I'm going to have to give it to, to Will Anderson. Fuck it. Comeback player of the year. So I get, yeah, I get it. DeMar Hamlin is the favorite. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know, you know, what happened to DeMar Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin was very scary and, and we all were scared about it and this and that, but guys, let's be, let's be honest, guys. What happened on the field and what happened off the field, what are we going to matter more? What does the NFL want to matter more? You know what I mean? Um, I, I The adversity of coming back from a near-death situation will probably 10 out of 10 times will give you a comeback player of the year award but it but i feel like comeback player just it has to stay at a point where it's just about injury or it's just about like retiring and coming back and being better like that's the thing with demar hamlin obviously he came back from playing football after that you know horrific situation and what happened that the cardiac arrest and what happened on the field and obviously he's super lucky to be alive and we're all blessed for that you know we're all grateful for that, but for comeback player of the year, they want to, I would think the NFL, that's the thing. They're probably pushing, this is why DeMar Hamlin is the favorite. I think the NFL is just doing that. They're just put, they're kind of just showing like, this man nearly died. So we have to give him comeback player of the year. And I can get their point, but it's kind of unfair to Joe Flacco, who, I mean, he was the third string. Quarterback for the Jets last year got he got you know cut signs with the Browns like late October or early November and leads them to the playoffs is their fourth quarterback that the Browns have had this season leads them to the postseason and is playing great yes the turnovers have kind of been an issue but he's played great and has the potential chance to lead the Browns into a playoff run maybe honestly that doesn't really matter because this is a regular season award but if we just cut that off joe flacco kind of deserves it a little bit more than demar hamlin i mean demar hamlin has only played in a couple games if not he's only played in a couple plays i think he's only had like i don't even know like three four snaps like he hasn't had that many playing time which again fair enough He's not really supposed to be on the field actively like he was before after what happened. But uh, look, I, 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 they're probably going to give it to De, to DeMar, and I know a lot of people are going to be mad at it. I think Joe Flacco deserves it just because he came back, was on his couch, taking care of his kids, and then comes back playing football because you know he's like, oh, I, I'm, I don't want to just sit here and watch football all day. I mean, I don't mind the kids and this and that, but like now, I, I, I want to be back on the field and, and balling out. I want to ball out. So he goes to Cleveland. And that's exactly what he's doing. I feel like it will be more fair to give it to Joe Flacco. We'll see. And then finally, for Coach of the Years, Kevin Stefanski, D'Amico Ryan's. Um, oh man, I honestly think they might give it to Kevin Stefanski. But they already gave. I mean, they gave it to him a couple years ago, back uh, when they won it. Uh, when the when the Browns made it to the playoffs in 2020, they gave it to Zafanski for leading the Browns to the playoffs. I feel like maybe now they could give it to Demarco Ryan's kind of the same treatment. How did you let? I mean, they, I think they have to give it to me to D'Amico because hey, they gave it to Zafanski when the Browns made it to the playoffs after five gazillion with the billion years when he was in his first year as the Cleveland Browns head coach. D'Amico Ryans, his first year as a Texans head coach, a rookie head coach leading a rookie quarterback to the postseason. I think it's fair. Maybe D'Amico could take it this year. Safansky, we already know he already has this in his bag. He already done this before. He's already won it before. He got it with Joe Flacco, and the defense has been ex excellent. But I think with D'Amico, it's kind of the same situation as Kevin Safansky. 
when he won it in 2020. So I feel like D'Amico, I think, would be my pick for coach of of the year. So that is that is that for NFL awards. Now let's recap week 18. I'm not gonna recap. I'm gonna recap. I'm gonna recap it, but I'm not gonna recap uh, uh, very vividly because some games didn't matter. Some games were just you know who really cares about them. Some of them. Okay, so. Steelers beat the Ravens. Who cares? Ravens had their backups in. Lamar didn't play. This and that, blah, 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 blah. That didn't fucking matter. We're here. Steelers made the postseason. They got the job done. Congratulations. Steelers are in the playoffs. Insane. Ravens, they got the first round by. Good job for them. They'll be playing next weekend. Texans beat the Colts 23 to 19. The Colts were on a fourth and two. And then um, one of their third string or second string running backs dropped the fumbled the football. Or not fumbled. He dropped the ball and he couldn't catch it. It sucked. The Texans were super close to getting the job done. I mean, the Colts were getting there were the Colts were super close from getting the job done, beating the Texans um, in this one, but it just they just fell short. They just fell short, and yeah, it, it was it was it was just a bummer. So that sucks for them. But Texans get the job done. Then we got the Buccaneers being the Panthers. Buccaneers clinch the NFC South division. The Panthers are trash. Moving on, Browns, Bengals. The Bengals beat the Browns. Their backups were in. Browns um, again didn't again. They're in the playoffs. They were locked in as the what the the three seed. Um, not the three seed, the the fifth seed um, in the AFC. So, you know, they're fine. They're in the playoffs. Either way, they're just waiting. And so they're going to be playing against the Texans, you know, in a couple hours from now. So, and the Bengals, they got their ninth win of the season. So they do have a winning record, which means the AFC North becomes the first division in like years that every single team in the AFC North or every single team in the division has a winning record but unfortunately, the Bengals are not in the postseason because the Cleveland Browns, the Ravens, and the Steelers made it. Yeah. Which is crazy because the Buccaneers have the same record as the Bengals, but they won the NFC South division. It's crazy. Football works in mysterious ways. It's a little unfair. I get it, but it's it's crazy, right? Lions get the job done against the Vikings 30-20. to 20. They get the job done. They beat the Vikings. Vikings were had this little tiny, tiny chance of making the playoffs if they beat the Lions. But no, that that didn't happen, guys. That that didn't happen. So Lions get the job. They'll be playing against the um the the LA Rams tomorrow in the playoffs. So we'll get to that in a second. Jets, Patriots, boring ass game. The Jets finally beat the Patriots. They finally beat the Patriots. It's been 400 years. It's been 500 decades since the Jets finally beat the Patriots. It's been fucking, what, seven years in the making? No, dead ass. Like seven, eight years since the last time the Jets beat the Patriots. Wow, no wonder. Um, And this was Bill Pelichick's last game as the New England Patriots head coach. A very, very bitter-ass ending for a ugly New England Patriots season. I mean, ugly season for the Patriots. Just absolutely brutal. Um, But yeah, Bill does not have to take care and lead this team anymore. He's out of it. He's done. He does not want to. He does not want to suffer anymore with this Patriots team anymore. He's done all he could. Six Super Bowls. 10, uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances. Like he's, I, I don't want this anymore. I need to go somebody. I need to go somewhere else. I need to contend. I need to win a Super Bowl somewhere else. Tom Brady already won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. I, as the head coach, need to prove myself. I gotta win with another team. So that's what Bill Belichick is on. Patriots, Jets suck. Jets. We'll see what happens next season when Aaron Rodgers comes back. Hopefully he gets. Um, wait, what? I was about to say, hopefully he gets hurt. What the fuck? Hopefully he stays healthy and doesn't get injured, obviously. Um, so we'll see what the Jets can do next year. Patriots, draft a quarterback, please. Falcons, Saints. This was interesting. Not the game, but what happened at the end. Um, yeah, so the Saints absolutely cook the Falcons 48-17. to But at the end of the game, with a minute left, um, the Saints were up 41-17. to Already a blowout. And the Saints were in victory formation. And um, Jamison 
um, uh, Jameis Winston, the backup for the Saints, decided to go for a touchdown, handing it off to uh, Jamal Williams for his first touchdown of the season after missing majority of the season due to injury. And he played like three or four games prior to this one and couldn't get in the end zone. So, you know, as a little as a little re- reward and a little bit of gratitude and, and you know, a, a, a nice favor from Winston to give Williams at least one touchdown for the season after little, literally leading the league in touchdowns last year. He had like 17 touchdowns last year to only having one this year. So it was nice of Winston to go over and give a touchdown. However, Arthur Smith, the same head coach that got fired the very next day after this game, um, who's had a miserable year with the Falcons. I mean, his play calling, him as a kid, no, we do. He needs, he's, he's far. He's not in Atlanta anymore. We'll see where he goes next. My goodness, he was not the guy in Atlanta. He gets frustrated at Dennis Allen, who's the head coach for the Saints. He gets fucking frustrated at him. He's like, why the fuck would you go for another touchdown in victory formation? The fuck wrong with you? Cursing, piss, 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 piss. Maybe not lose by 30 points or more. Maybe not lose 30 points or more. Maybe try to win the game. I don't. I. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Tr- maybe try to be a little bit more competitive, or at least not lose the. You know, win the game. Try to compete a little bit. Y'all just gave up. I mean, again, y'all are not really fighting for anything. I mean, actually, no, that's bullshit. They were actually still alive, and they were still. Pl- they were still alive for playoff contention in this game. And they just let the, they just, they just didn't hit the, they stopped hitting the gas after like the fourth quarter because this is actually a close game for the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, it was a blowout, pretty much. The Saints just took over after that. But running up the score, he was mad about that. For what? Because they were already in victory formation? The only thing that I see wrong was that Jameis Winston actually didn't follow what the head coach intended to do because Dennis Allen actually didn't want them to score a touchdown. He just wanted to be in victory formation and just call the game and that's it and end it. Winston didn't listen to his head coach and decided to do his own thing. That part, I'm like, okay, you're going up against your head. You're you're just not, you're, you just say, fuck coach, we're going to do this shit. We're going to score for you. Like, Winston's a funny guy at the press conference afterwards, like saying like, oh, we did it for the for our teammate. Like he's one of our guys. He's working. He's worked all uh, his ass off all season long. Um, he just couldn't get a rhythm in the end zone. And finally, we gave him one. Like, what was the big deal? We had to do something for it. Try to win the game next time. I mean, be a little bit more competitive. I mean, don't allow 48 fucking points. How about that? How about that? I get it. They're in victory formation. There was no need to do that. There, the Saints absolutely did not have to do that. But if they did, what would be the biggest issue about it? Did you really have to cry over it? This is why fucking Arthur Smith is not the head coach for the Falcons anymore. I mean, this is not the biggest reason, obviously. There's a bunch of things that you... Whatever. 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 Falcons suck. Arthur Smith, he's gone. Saints are mediocre, but they didn't make the playoffs. Still got the win. It is what it is. The Jaguars. Biggest choke job of the season. They beat the Chargers last year. They beat the Chargers last year um, in the wild card game last year. Chargers choked in last year's playoff game. Jaguars, they cooked them. They beat them. This season, they have a they're eight and three by like week eleven or week twelve. They're eight and three. They're at number one in the AFC South. They had only like six or seven more games to finish. Getting closer for that division so they can win it. They choked an eight and three record, and they fell to the Tennessee Titans on the last game of the season. They were on a three-way tie with the Colts and with the Texans at some point in week 16 and in week 17. 
Now here, Texans win the division because the Jaguars lose to the Tennessee Titans. The Jaguars, all they had to do was beat the Tennessee Titans. They win the AOC South. And the Texans get the uh, the fifth seed, I believe. But they don't win the division. But no. Because the Jaguars lost, and because the Titans, you know, they play spoilers, and they came to play, they didn't play for anything because they had nothing to play for, but they just wanted to play spoilers. We're going to take the Jaguars down with us. We will see you in Cancun, Jacksonville. Fuck y'all. With the Titans being the Jaguars, that allowed the Bills and the Steelers to clinch a playoff berth before they even played a game. Well, the Steelers played the day before, and they won the Ravens. So before the Bills even played against the uh, Dolphins for Sunday football, they already made the playoffs before a snap was taken. Just because the Jaguars lost, the Bills automatically made it to the playoffs. And it would have been interesting if the Jaguars would have won it because maybe there was a chance that the Bills wouldn't have made the playoffs. So fuck you, Jacksonville. For that, but what the hell happened, man? Y'all were eight and three at one point, and y'all just choked it away. <sighs> we're gonna move on. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals twenty-one to twenty. Neither of them they made the playoffs. The Seahawks were eliminated because the Packers won. So that was that. Speaking of the Packers winning, they beat the Bears. Why I say it like that? They beat the Bears. They beat the Bears 17-9. Jordan Love. The Packers still own you, Chicago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be different, but no. The Bears still getting their ass clapped by Green Bay. And the Packers, they clinched the final playoff spot in the NFC. So they're the seventh seed. The Packers clinch a playoff berth after beating the Bears. Bears, are y'all going to get rid of Justin Fields? Are y'all going to draft um, a Kayla Williams in the draft? We will see what you guys will do with the number one pick in April. But right now, the season's over. They have a long season, off season to think about what they're going to do with the future of their franchise. But the Packers are in the playoffs. Chiefs beat the Chargers 13-12. Who the fuck watched this game? Chiefs was resting their starters. They're in the playoffs. We will see what happens tonight against the Dolphins because that's their opponent for the wild card matchup. We'll, again, we'll get to the playoff predictions in a second. Um, so, yeah, Chargers, they lose to the um, – so, yeah, they lose to the uh, Chargers. Uh, I mean, they beat the Chargers. Excuse me. Jesus. Fuck. Focus. Focus. Um, so, yeah, the Chiefs beat – they win the AFC East – let me speak a little bit. Let me let me not speak so fast. They win the AFC West division. There it is. Broncos, Raiders. Raiders defeat the Broncos 27-14. Who gives a shit? Broncos are pathetic. Raiders, they should hire. Um, they should officially have uh, Antonio Pierce as their head coach for next season. Absolutely. Hire that motherfucker. He's not no intern. Make him the head coach, the official head coach for next season, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the future. But right now, hire that man. And the Eagles lose to the Giants 27-10. The downfall of the Philadelphia Eagles is actually insane. You know, I'm not going to talk about it much because I'm honestly just sick and tired of this Philadelphia Eagles team um, for this season. I've I've already given hope. Um, we're not waiting. We're not winning the Super Bowl. Heck, Super Bowl. We're probably not even going to win a playoff game. We're going. We're going up against Tampa on Monday Night Football. I could see Tampa smoking us. Oh, easy. Oh, and by the way, AJ Brown is not going to be playing uh, on on Monday against the Bucks. Yeah, we're going to be playing in Tampa. Um, yeah, we beat Tampa earlier this year, but um, all season long, the the Eagles have been frauds. All season long, the Eagles have been frauds. Why? They were 10-1 and 1 at some point, Jader. What do you mean? They were 10-1. and 1. Remember the Steelers when they were 11-0 and 0 in, like, 2020, and then they lost to the Browns in the wild card game? I promise you that is 99% what's going to happen with the Eagles on Monday night. I can sniff it. I can sniff it. When Even when we were 10-1, and 1, we didn't look good. We were just getting 
we were pulling wins out of our just it was it was a struggle to get wins but we somehow still got them and obviously i wasn't thinking much of it because hey a win is a win right we we still got it we still got the w that's what matters sometimes it's not about how you i if it looks good it looks if it looks bad but you still get the win just take it and play better the goal is to always play better next game but we we've looked 10 and 1 we didn't look amazing, but our record did look good. And then we lose the next four out of the next five games. We lose to the Giants. We lose to the Cardinals. We we almost lost to the Giants twice, by the way. We almost lost to the Giants twice. We lose to Seattle. After beating Kansas City, that was our Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. After we beat the Chiefs in that Super Bowl rematch, that was our Super Bowl right there. God fucking forbid they should have given us the Super Bowl back that night because, oh my goodness, we were on cloud nine when we beat the fucking Chiefs, who also haven't looked amazing this year, by the way. That was, after that, was done for. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. After we lost to the Niners, oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. Once we lost to this team right here, the 49ers, after Devo literally cooked and steamed our ass, well, we were done. We were done for for the whole season. So, Philadelphia, um, enjoy the offseason. I will be a fan next year. But for the rest of this season, y'all can fucking disappear. I will cry. And you know what I mean? Cry, Eagles, cry. Eagles, it's over. It's over. It's over for this season. I'm moving on to next season. Give me, give me any other team to win the Super Bowl this year. It's not going to be y'all. It's over. Rap, and if you're an Eagles fan watching this, I'm sorry. It looks like I'm giving up on this team, and I am for this season. Now, I will still be an Eagles fan. Don't worry. I'm not like a bandwagon. I'm not going to just be a Niners fan next year. No, no, no. I'm sticking with the Eagles next year. Don't worry. But it's over this season. This is a wrap. This is a wrap. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not wearing the fucking Eagles thing until next season. Do I even want to watch that game on Monday night? I probably don't. Am I still going to watch it? Yes, because what the hell am I going to else? What else am I going to do on Monday night? Sleep early? Fuck that. No. <sighs> There's my little rant. So, yeah, Eagles lose to the Giants 27-10. Rams beat the Niners 21-20 with their uh, with the Niners' backups um, in. So, of course, the Rams, they come to a playoff berth beating the Niners again. They got that job done. The Cowboys win the division, obviously, after the Eagles embarrassing themselves and losing to the Giants. The Cowboys win the NFC East, and they smoke the Commanders 38-10. Primetime game, the last Sunday night football game of the season, regular season, Week 18 football. The Bills beat the Dolphins 21-14. Also, my little rant that I just did over for the Eagles, I can do the same thing for the Dolphins. It is over for the Dolphins. I will be a Dolphins fan next year as well. Tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs, I will be watching that game because, to be honest, it's honestly a toss-up because both teams could lose this game, and I won't be surprised who wins. So we will see what happens. Um, But, yeah, the Dolphins, they uh, – they get, they get, I think, the fifth seed, I believe. Not the fifth seed. They get, like, the fourth seed, whatever the case may be. Um, they didn't win the division, so it doesn't really matter. But whatever, they're in the playoffs, right? They're in the playoffs, and they're going to have to play in negative degree weather today. We're so fucked. We are so fucked. But anyways, that was week 18. I am so excited for the playoffs. I truly am. I actually am. For the, for, I am excited for the games, just not for the not not for my teams, though. Let's get straight to it. Wait, let me let me see if I can find like an NFL playoff. My goodness, playoff predictors, predictor prediction maker. Yeah, let me see if I can do it here. Um, ooh, <laughs> this is I actually never used this website. Okay, so let me just um uh, hold on, hold on. Let me just okay okay okay. Mark clip. There we go. All right. There we go. This is the last part of the episode. We're here to talk about the NFL playoff predictions. Who do I think is going to win every single playoff game? How is it going to end up going? How is it going to end up going? AFC, NFC. Here we go. Let's talk about the wildcard games. Let's start off with today, today's two games. 
the first two games of today's play. Let me shut the hell up. Fuck is wrong with me. Anyways, let's start off with the Browns and the Texans. This is the first game of the postseason. The Browns, the number five seed going up against the Houston Texans, the number four seed in Houston. The Browns. Man, that defense is for real. That defense. Ooh, that Browns defense is uh is pretty scary. It's pretty terrifying. And it might give CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans some trouble. I like the Texans, man. The Texans, we gotta give respect to the Texans. This team picked CJ Stroud last year in April to be the franchise quarterback. Hopefully. And after one season, they couldn't have picked anybody better in the draft than C.J. Stroud. The Houston Texans finally took a W picking Stroud because this man has looked amazing. And as I'm watching this, I'm literally looking at C.J. Stroud on my TV screen. He is, hopefully, a generational talent. He is the future of this Houston Texans team. And he already, in one year, is going to be playing his first playoff game at home. So, Texas, it's going to be a fun one. But the Browns, I, it's just hard for me, for this Houston, this young and inexperienced Houston Texans team to take down Cleveland, especially this is their first game. And it's going to be hard to predict what Houston can do. And also, CJ Stroud, again, He's a rookie, and he hasn't really played much like a rookie because he's actually played like a superstar pretty much a lot of these games of the year. But he has some games where he's had played against some of the elite defenses, and he hasn't played amazing. So this is the same situation here. We got the Browns and the Texans. Browns have an amazing defense. They have a top-tier defense in the NFL. What will happen? Will they have to be running the football? Will CJ Shaw be heaving that motherfucker? I don't know what's really the game plan for Houston, but... I think Houston's might just, they just might fall short. I, I don't know. I would love to see the Texans make some history. But I think Joe Flacco, what he's doing right now, I, I'm on the Joe Flacco wave. I don't know if he's going to win at all. But I sense like Cleveland's probably going to do something, man. So I'm going to have to pick Cleveland taking down the um, the Houston Texans. Um, I would love to see Cesar Shaw win a playoff game. Of course, I don't care being right or wrong in these situations. This is just what I think is going to happen. Again, we could all disagree this and that, right? Next, we got the Miami Dolphins going up against the Kansas City Chiefs on Peacock. On Peacock? Yes. Yeah, you heard that right. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching that shit on a pirated website. Um, so do not worry about um, me watching all of the game, because I won't be watching the whole game. I'll probably watch like the second half and that's it. I don't care missing out the first half. Um, give me the Kansas City Chiefs beating the um, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, like I said, the Dolphins season is over. Um, they're going to be playing in negative 30 potential degree weather. No snow, but in negative 30 degree weather. Not only do I think Unfortunately, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not hoping this is going to happen, but not only I think the Dolphins are going to probably just take a brutal beating because of the weather, they might get fucking sick from after this game. Like, negative 20, 30, whatever degree weather, and the wind is going 20, 25 miles an hour? Oh, my goodness. And again, there's no snow. It's not, it's not supposed to be Buffalo, where it's supposed to be a snowy game. Well, it was until... Today, it was announced that the game for the Steelers and Bills... Well, I'll talk about it in a second. The Chiefs, look, they've looked up and down all season long. They haven't looked amazing. But I have a little bit... I have a little bit of comfort with Kansas City more than I do with the Miami Dolphins. And I'm not being biased. Clearly, I'm not. I mean, the, 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 the weather doesn't benefit anybody. Just because it's in Kansas City and it's an Arrowhead, I don't think the weather benefits Kansas City either. The weather is the weather, and it, and it could fucking kill both teams if not. But the Chiefs, Arrowhead is a pretty tough stadium, a pretty stu a tough environment to win in. The Dolphins suck in cold games. That's just historic. Tua, 
if if this game gets out of control in the first half, if the Dolphins can somehow like take full control in the first half, and then maybe the defense can do the rest in the second half and shut them out or do whatever they can possibly do, maybe, maybe the Dolphins have a chance. But other than that, I think Kansas City might fucking just take them out of bounds. Just take them, take them to pound town. I don't know, man. <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh, I I really I really don't hope that the I don't think the Dolphins are gonna go to pound town because I don't think the Chiefs are gonna pile the points on them because this is probably gonna be a defensive battle. I'm not expecting a bunch of touchdowns. Both offenses hasn't. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs' offense haven't looked amazing this year. They've they've been just a mess. Well, obviously the Dolphins have had very good highs with their offense and the run game. They could do some damage. Again, the Dolphins, they could do some damage putting up points on the board. But again, the Chiefs defense is also the best that we've seen in years. Um, so it's a toss-up game here. But uh, in the end of the day, all of whatever, the stats, the quarter, I'm putting on Kansas City. Sorry. I don't care how they have not looked amazing. I don't care that they – I don't care. Fuck all that. They're going to beat the Dolphins, and I hate to say it, but, yeah, that's what's going to happen, guys. Next, we got the Steelers versus the Bills. Give me the Bills. So that's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, in the AFC. Um, the Bills, they're going to beat the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph, I don't know what he's going to do against Buffalo's defense. I, I don't know what's going to happen. The offense, Steelers' offense has not looked good at all. But, I mean, the defense is there. If the Steelers defense can punish Josh Allen, if the, and if the Bills have like a four four turnover game, maybe the Steelers have a chance. But the Steelers, for them to beat Buffalo, which by the way, the game was supposed to be tomorrow at one p.m. Sunday at one p.m., but the game is actually going to be moved to Monday. Excuse me, Monday at four thirty. So it's going to be the game right before the Eagles Buccaneers game. So yeah, but either way, Bills I think are going to win. Snow. Less snow than it was supposed to be from tomorrow's game. Whatever the case may be, I think Buffalo's still going to win it. Unless fucking Josh Allen throws like 17 turnovers and 55 interceptions, then yes, give me Buffalo winning this game. So that sets the AFC for the division around. Let's talk about the NFC side. Let's talk about the Packers and the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Um, It was nice. It was nice to see the Packers make it this far. Jordan Love, in his first year as the starter for the Packers, he's had his ups and he's had his downs. But he looks like he might be the guy. He looks like he might be the guy in Green Bay. So you know what? Fair enough. But you're going to go to AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys, where they have not lost a game at all. In Dallas, they are a different team in that Jerry World field. Uh, they are a different breed of a team this season in, at their crib. So it's going to be difficult for the Packers to maintain them. Again, the Packers, um, their defense is not that great. So that's going to be a huge, a huge problem that the offense might just steamroll them. Will Jordan Love be effective enough to do something against that Cowboys defense? I don't know. He might get, he might have a rough game. He might have a rough game. I'm going to have to rely on the Packers, the run game. And if the defense can actually step the fuck up, because if the defense steps up, then maybe we might have ourselves a ball game. But other than that, I just see the Cowboys probably taking this shit to, to oblivion. And I hate saying that, but yeah, I, I'm going with Dallas over the Packers. Next, we got the Rams, the number six seed going up against the Detroit Lions, the number three seed. Oh, man, this is this is insane. I mean, who who put this on the script? Who Who did this? Who the fuck did this? I know y'all. Who did this? Y'all literally, Matthew Stafford, he couldn't have imagined it any better. He couldn't have imagined any better. The Lions win the division for the first time in 30 years. They clinch the NFC North division. The Lions are going to play their first playoff game ever at Ford Field. First time in 30 years. And the first playoff game, they go up against the same guy that was their franchise quarterback for so long, for a decade, just before they started becoming this new team that now is eventually in the postseason once again. Matthew Stafford versus the Lions. Jared Goff versus the Rams. 
the fact that Jared Goff almost won a Super Bowl with the Rams was crazy enough. The fact that Stafford won a Super Bowl with the Rams is remarkable. We will see what the Lions can do. This is a toss-up, honestly, as well. Kind of like the Dolphins-Chiefs game. These three and 60 games are going to be honestly tough to predict. I'm going to pick the Lions. I might have to pick the Lions. I don't know. I like the Rams. I like the Rams offense a lot. I think the Rams are going to put up a bunch of points as well. But I don't know about that Rams defense. I mean, honestly, St. Brown might have a great game. Jared Goff might be throwing the ball. Maybe the run game is going to be amazing. Maybe Jameer Gibbs might have, like, a career-defining game here. Like, he might have one of his best performances. I don't know. I feel like the Lions could put really put a dent on the Rams. They could shock a lot of people here. And, of course, who would not want to see the Lions winning a playoff game for the first time in 30 years? I would love to see the Lions winning a playoff game. Come on now. Please give me something to, 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 to cheer for. If I can't cheer for my own two teams who are probably going to disappoint in the wild card round, let me cheer for the teams who haven't won in years. The Lions, the Browns, you know what I mean? I mean, the Browns won a playoff game in 2020, but whatever. Or the Texans, even if I'm wrong, the Texans, if they win, you know, that would be awesome. You know, give me something new. So I would love to see the Lions winning this game. So I have them being the, the L.A. Rams. Eagles versus the Buccaneers, the last game of the wild card round. Give me the Buccaneers. Sorry to say it. The Eagles look like a disaster. A.J. Brown is not going to be playing in this game. Um, and it just doesn't look great. It just does not look great for the Eagles at the moment. This looks like an absolute fucking disaster waiting to happen. Um, I don't know. Jalen Hurts, look, man, I have I have my doubts. I have my questions for this season. The Eagles have just been fraudulent all year long. They were 10-1 at some point, and even when they were 10-1, they didn't look amazing. They were just oozing out wins, oozing out wins like if it was nothing. The record looked nice. But the team morale overall just, just wasn't there, man. The defense, the secondary, couldn't be more dog shit this season. Which is insane because that was one of the reasons why we were able to make it to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, it's insane how a year can change so drastically. The Steelers, I mean, the Eagles give me Pittsburgh Steelers vibes in 2020. And obviously that's not a good thing, If in case if you're wondering. So as a Dolphins and as an Eagles fan, for both of my teams to make it to the playoffs and not me picking either one of them to advance to the divisional round, I've never done this before. And I never thought I would get to this point in my life, but I'm not biased. I won't be biased in this case. So be fair. I would love to see the Dolphins win it more than the Eagles because the Eagles, they made it to the Super Bowl. Honestly, the Eagles, it's fine. Like, it's not fine. I'm still pissed about the whole season overall. But even if they win the playoff, even if they beat the Buccaneers, it's just a little a little smile that I can put on my face, but then they get destroyed next week. So it's only a temporary feeling. Just get just get it over with. The Eagles are not winning at all. The Dolphins are not winning at all. But the Dolphins have a better chance of beating Kansas City than I think the Eagles beat the Buccaneers, which kind of sounds crazy, and that might be a hot take. But I don't give a fuck. Buccaneers, let's see what y'all can do against uh, Philly. So that's that. Now, we're now in the divisional round. We've got it to the last eight teams. The Browns going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, wow. Now, the Ravens, this is their toughest opponent. The Browns, coming out of the AFC, this is the toughest opponent they have. The Browns, against that stingy-ass defense, and if the Browns, what they can prove to me against the game today against the Texans, if I what what can I reflect from that game and see what they can do when they potentially play the Ravens in the next round? We will have to wait and see. To be honest with you, we will have to wait and see what could happen here. But I don't know. I I want to believe in Lamar Jackson. I know he hasn't been phenomenal in the postseason in the past. P- people say he's a playoff choker. This and that. Blah blah blah. I mean, that game where they were the number one seed and then they lost to the Titans um, in 2019 when they were the number one seed after Lamar won MVP. I know. I get it. 
I want to believe in Lamar. I want to believe in Lamar, so I'm going to give the Ra- again, literally a toss-up game here. Cleveland might destroy Baltimore. I honestly won't be surprised by that. I honestly won't be shocked by that result. I don't care if you tend to be- not believe me or not. I honestly probably won't think that as well. But, but I don't know. I would. I, I don't know. It would be interesting. It would be very. It would be very much interesting to see. So yeah, give me the Baltimore Ravens beating the Cleveland Browns. Next, we got the Chiefs going up against the Bills. I'm sorry, Kansas City. But it's going to be the Bills versus the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. Sorry, Kansas City. You, I don't know. We'll see how you guys do against the Dolphins. But going against Buffalo, it ain't going to be like the last times y'all played Buffalo in the playoffs. I believe in Buffalo. They can get the job done against the Chiefs. Um, and again, they would be playing in Buffalo, so it wouldn't be in Arrowhead this time around. And Kansas City playing in Air and in Buffalo is going to be a tougher challenge than you would think the Bills beating in Arrowhead. So now that even the Bills have home field advantage, if the Chiefs win and if the Bills obviously win as well, the matchup is just kind of unfair, man. To be honest with you, I would have to go with the Bills here. The Chiefs. Hey, y'all won the Super Bowl last year. It is what it is. You're not going to repeat as champions. It's like damn near impossible. The last time the Patri- the Patriots were the last team to do it. It's been fucking 20 plus years since a team repeated as champions, which is awesome, which is honestly awesome for the game of football. Every year we can expect a new team to win and instead of getting the same fucking team winning over and 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 over, and over again. But it ain't going to happen this time around, Kansas City, but it is what it is. Now in the NFC Divisional Round, we got the Buccaneers, a fourth seed going against the Niners, and the Niners are going to absolutely wipe that ass. Wiping that ass. They are wiping the Buccaneers' ass with the cleanest of toilet paper. Um, That fucking, that Charmin Ultra Soft. You know what I mean? They're going to take shits on, on the Buccaneers. Um, Yeah, the Buccaneers are probably going to have a good one playoff win and, you know, good to go. It's okay. It's the Niners. I can't blame the Buccaneers. What did you expect? The Buccaneers were going to be the Niners? Fuck no. If that happens, oh, wow. Oh, 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 wow. The Buccaneers in the in the NFC Championship game beating the Niners? Yeah, buddy. In, my, in your fucking dreams. I'm sorry. Next, we got the Lions and the Cowboys. We just got this game a couple weeks ago. And, of course, the, the referees... Uh, yeah, they may have given Detroit an a very much an unfair advantage there. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but seriously, the 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 the, re- the referees cost the Lions a, a chance to win that game, definitely for sure. But I still have the Cowboys winning it. I still I still have the Cowboys winning it. I I don't know. I know the Lions are coming for revenge, and they definitely want to be cow. They definitely want to beat the fucking Cowboys. That's definitely. Pretty much number one on their list at the moment. After they can take care of business against, uh, after they can take care of business against the Green Bay Packers, but I don't know. I think the I think the results still might be there. I mean, they lost by one point last time. Things could be different. I just don't see the Lions making it to the to the championship game, to the NFC title game yet. Yeah, for me, it doesn't sound right. Yet, win a playoff game? Absolutely. I have them beating the Rams. That's good enough there. And they're going to make it tough for Dallas as well. But again, Dallas at home looks like it might be a good situation for Dallas to be in. And also, the Cowboys have looked amazing this year. And they look like one of the better Cowboys teams that I've ever seen. So by that, they should at least be the in the conference championship. Just for the Cowboys of what they've set the standard to win the Super Bowl every year by their delusional-ass fans. At the very least, we need to see this team be one of the last four teams in this season uh, after the postseason wraps up. So we'll see. But now we're down to the last four teams. The AFC Championship game. We got the Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. I could honestly see Buffalo winning this. But as a Dolphins fan, I do not want to see that. So I'll be a little bit bitter and, you know, salty about it. But whatever, I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. I hope Lamar has a great game. It's going to be in Baltimore. 
this is going to be an interesting. This is going to be one. If this, if we, if we still, if we manage to get the Bills Ravens game in the playoffs, oh man, this is going to be great. I would love to see this game because Buffalo could definitely win this one, absolutely. But something tells me I think Baltimore may have it. I hoping they, I'm hoping they don't let me down because I want to be right, obviously. But I, I'm just hoping. I'm hoping Baltimore can get it done. They make it to the Super Bowl. And we'll see if I pick them to win it or not. Cowboys, Niners. The Cowboys, they cannot beat the Niners in the postseason. They've done it. They've tried to done it twice, and they uh, they fell short. Is it going to happen for the third straight year? Is it going to happen for the third? Yes, it will. Yes, it will, ladies and gentlemen. I have the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers meeting up in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. And I have the Cowboys and the Bills falling short of making it to the Super Bowl. The Bills, it's okay. Making it to the title game, they've reached far enough. And considering that they've had a roller coaster season, but they were able to change it half when they needed to at the most. It was good. The Bills were struggling the first half of the season. They were roller coaster. They were they were all over the place. But then they stepped up, won the last five games of the season, and making all the all the way to the AFC title game. A good season in, in their books. Of course, not winning the Super Bowl, good, but still made it far enough. Here we got the Niners. Again, they're always in Super Bowl contention. They're always lingering. And these are the Niners, they always kind of just lose in the NFC championship game, just like last year. But Brock Purdy was hurt. They had nobody at quarterback. It was a much, much, much different situation than it is this year. And the Cowboys can honestly can give San Francisco a run for their money. But in the end of the day, I think the Niners are the best team in the NFL, and they're the most complete team. And that's why I think I have the San Francisco 49ers. Winning the Super Bowl 58 championship. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have the San Francisco 49ers, the team that completely shit on my Philadelphia Eagles and made them into a, a, a one of the worst postseason teams this season. This is the same team that I think is going to win the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Look, Baltimore, I want to give you all this. I actually was thinking, I, I actually was thinking for a little bit, maybe I'm going to go with Baltimore, but, but San Francisco has been what? A Super Bowl contender for how long? How many years now? Like five, six years? At some point, you would have to think they have to get it done. And this season, I think, is probably the best chance they get to win a Super Bowl. Again, next year, they're still going to be contenders. But could it be a better chance next year? Or you're taking the risk and going all in this year? Of course, you want to go all in this year. And that's what I think the Niners are going to do. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And Brock Purdy will be a Super Bowl championship, a Super Bowl champion. Christian McCaffrey will be the Super Bowl champion as well. Fred Warner, Debo Samuel. A bunch of guys will be Super Bowl champions. And again, it sucks because I love Lamar. I want to see this Ravens team make it far. But first, I have y'all making it to the Super Bowl, which I know record-wise, it seems pretty believable and kind of like, well, duh, you know, they're the best team around. And also for y'all to mention, like, for y'all, they're probably going to mention, but didn't the Ravens destroy the Niners? Yes, they did. You're not wrong. They absolutely whooped the Niners' ass on Monday Night Football on Christmas uh, Christmas Day. They did. But that wasn't a Brock Purdy game. That what you know, we were we were bullying Brock Purdy that week because he threw four interceptions and because he had a terrible game. But how many terrible games or how many games is Brock Pur Brock Purdy going to throw four interceptions? Is it going to be in the Super Bowl? Is it going to be in any of these three playoff games that they might play? I don't think so. And this is again my opinion. So obviously you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with me, disagree. I would love to see other teams, you know, try to beat, take down the Niners. You know what I mean? This is not like me 
This is who I just truly think is the best team in the NFL, and this is the team that I think is going to win the Super Bowl in the end of the day. I have the Ravens probably winning it all at first. As soon as they, as when the Dolphins lost to the Ravens, I was like, okay, the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. But as I'm going through the playoff picture, as I'm going through all season long, the Niners went through those three games where they got humiliated because Brock Purdy wasn't playing good, because Debo was out and Trent Williams was out. But that little phase in the in the beginning of the season, every great team or even amazing team that ends up winning the Super Bowl, they're going to have a little tough stretch in the beginning of the year or the middle of this year, and they'll figure it out. And the Niners have definitely figured it out. And that game that they got destroyed against the Ravens, that was a very unusual and strange performance from the 49ers that it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen again. But I'm also not trying to make it seem like the Ravens didn't deserve it or I'm, the, or I'm the, you know, because the Ravens defense was amazing in that game. And obviously they were putting pressure on Brock Purdy and then this and that. I get it. It's tough, guys. It's tough. What do you, I can't pick five teams to win a Super Bowl. I, I only got to pick one. And I think the Niners are the best team out there now. I think they're the best team now. They have the best chance, in my opinion. I would love to see the Niners or the Ravens take it. Honestly, the only team I really don't want to win is the Bills because, again, or the Cowboys. And yet, I still had them making it further than two of my favorite teams. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but that is that. That is that for uh, my playoff predictions. Um, so, that is that. Thank you guys for watching this. I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care. Peace out.